I'm here with a very, very special guest who needs no introduction, but I'm going to introduce him anyways because you guys can't see him. Gilbert Montoya! Uh, hello. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so much for being here, dude. Thanks for having me here. So, uh, your name is Gilbert Montoya. Right. But you have an album where your name is Gilbert Louis Ray. Yeah. What's that? Okay, so uh, Louis Ray is just my middle name. My oh. full name's Gilbert Louis Ray Montoya. Okay, but because Louis Ray does sound much cooler on an album. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when you read it, too, I thought yeah. so. You could just put Louis Ray and people are like, yeah. Originally, yeah. it was the four names, uh-huh. but you say that as you're playing a gig, and, and you say it fast, and people are not going to remember. Mm-hmm. So I just thought I'd give people a break and give them three, yeah, <laughs> three names instead of four. I love it, man. I love it so much. Yeah, well... I've been wanting to get you in here for so long. Uh, we've been back and forth, and I'm so, I'm so happy you finally get you know were able to come in. You told me uh, a few months back that you created a solo album, and I remember thinking, okay, cool. I think like two days later, I checked it out, and I was like, oh my god, this is a great album. Oh, I really, you. really loved it. Uh, it's called My Best Friends Call Me Gil. How did you come up with this concept? Uh, well. F- for real, my best friends do call me Gil, uh, and so I, well, mean, I don't call you Gil. Does that no, mean? I mean like no, like when I'm working and stuff because we met at work. Um, yeah, we met we met through work. Yeah, I just say Gilbert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's easy yeah. when you're filling out time cards or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, sure. Um, uh, my dad is named Gilbert, mm-hmm. so people growing up would call me like Gil Junior or Gilbert Junior. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm technically not a junior, he doesn't have any middle names. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. That's how, but I was only a kid, so it was like, oh, he's junior, you know. Yeah, yeah, for but sure. But then, like, uh, you know, I got older, and everyone just started saying Gil without yeah. even me telling him to. Yeah. And I liked it better, so I went with that. It kind of separated me from <clears throat> the Gilbert Junior thing, you know. Yeah, my nickname in high school was Lugie, because my last name is Lugo, and I didn't like it because it sounded like a booger. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Like a loogie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <like> a loogie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was terrible. But uh, yeah, I wanted to bring you in because I checked out your album and I thought it was so good, man. And I, because I, I love, I love folk music and I, I that's what, like what I'm really getting into right now. Uh, we talked about like Leonard Cohen. There's this one artist, Johnny Flynn, that I really like. I think I mentioned him to you. Actually, I listened to his album. What did you think? Uh, I listened to like the first five songs because yeah, yeah. everyone, one right after the other was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked it. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of the way I bring uh uh the musical part together mm-hmm. you know exactly, what i mean exactly yeah yeah so i was impressed and i think like him he plays a lot of uh his own instruments like he i think do you usually play like the guitar the banjo and like most of the instruments in your album or is that other people most of them yeah yeah uh, there's uh, you got harmonica in there is that you right that's me yeah there's a trumpet at one point or a trombone not me though oh, okay. <laughs> the trumpet yeah. i had i brought yeah. uh, my good friend eric Marone yeah. in yeah well, he's great i well, which song is that one i forget uh it's track eight called uh sure done it good this time yeah, and i love that song it's such a it's such a great song. Yeah, that you know, well, it's about uh, it's yeah. just me drinking too much around the one I love. And... Yeah, you told me. You told me a lot of the, a lot of these songs were were built by uh by whiskey and, and gin. Uh yeah, you know, it's it's, and I'm not really ashamed or embarrassed to say because I've learned and grown from it. But mm-hmm. a lot of my relationships early on, like early twenties, I'm 28 now, mm-hmm. uh, were kind of around, you know. Going out, getting messed up, mm-hmm. and loving hard, but booze and love usually don't work together. At least, well, for me, it didn't. Maybe for some people, it does. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a general consensus. So you know, I just I write about that stuff. I for write, sure, I write about my my issues with it, and yeah, 
So, but it comes off as such a beautiful like ode to your life and and living. And I always forget that you are one of the few people that I run into in Los Angeles who are actually from Los Angeles. Oh yeah. So a yeah. lot of your songs are themed, but also inspired by the city itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like travel traveling throughout the city for your for your music. You even have one called On the Road, which is about I'm assuming you know traveling shows and all that. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What's that like? There's even the line is even like I know where my home is, but the road is where I want to be. Something like that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. tail end of the chorus bit or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that that song I wrote in 2014 when my band. So I play banjo in mm-hmm. a bluegrass esque kind of band yeah yeah uh, yeah um, i guess what genre would you consider I, your music uh it's like uh i mean it has an americana vibe to it mm-hmm. but I, I feel like i borrow from from rock a bit mm-hmm. uh, a lot of like old school style progressions mm-hmm. i guess growing up i listened to a lot of things from the 1950s and 60s mm-hmm. going to my dad's on the weekends he would always just play that stuff and it really grew on me then the whole bluegrass country thing came late actually when i was like 21 i think is at a young age it doesn't really resonate with you as it does no i hated country oh are you kidding me when when i was the banjo was the most annoying sound in the world the first album my dad ever gave me was a dean martin album and i remember thinking dad this is old people music this is music for old people yeah and it wasn't until i was like in high school and college where i was like well this is actually beautiful and this is amazing and and it, it hits you much stronger and i think you have to sort of you have to sort of warm up to certain music you have to you have to become a little wiser to understand certain music and certain songs and all that and that's just through time you know that and that's just natural yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the question though uh, <laughs> yeah so what is it like traveling on the road oh yeah so i mean i don't get to do it as much as i'd like to but from mm-hmm. the times i have it really affects me in, mm-hmm. in a very positive way um and it's great you're always meeting new faces new people my favorite part is trying new foods and all that yeah uh, i know yeah, yeah they're, but they're... you get yourself in situations that you wouldn't normally in just the regular city life sure because you're out there and you know you're in the midwest or you're up in uh northern california mm-hmm. or something or we drove yeah so 2014 we drove to tennessee from la took us like four and a half days maybe wow. um to play a festival and like i just it, i liked it i mean it sucks sitting in a van for so long mm-hmm. Um, but I liked that I was there with my friends and, mm-hmm. and we were there because we wanted to play music out elsewhere. Yeah. And, um, did you notice that you had fans outside of Los Angeles or are most of these people just coming to like a show because they want to come see a show or it's, it's both, yeah. both like, I mean, because of social media nowadays, yeah, for sure. people, you know, tags and shares and all that. And people know your name and then they listen to you on YouTube or whatever. And then. You go to a place where you're playing with uh, an act that's from that town. Their fan base or friends uh, like your act. You know, they're like, "When are you coming back to this town?" You know, and, and we don't we don't travel as much anymore. But uh, when we would, it was just great. We're meeting new people all the time. Do you have any stories about meeting a fan or meeting someone who was either very supportive or a bit much or kind of rude? You know what? One time. Yeah, it wasn't on the road, uh-huh. but it was here in L.A. Uh, we played this, like, open mic. Actually, it's called a Kulak's Woodshed in North Hollywood, I think. God, that sounds sketchy. Uh, it, it It's not, though. It's actually really cool. It's not even a woodshed. <laughs> it's just, like, a, a small <laughs> Nothing building. Nothing ever is what it really is in L.A. Yeah. It's always something else. I know. Uh, but 
we go in there and we're playing and then uh it's one of those it's it's an open mic where they also live stream it so somebody we just started our song and somebody stood up in front of everybody like right in front of us like like two feet and uh she she gets both of her fingers or index fingers and plugs them in her ear and just like shaking her head no what? like it's too loud or something or i don't Why know was what it was there i don't know i don't i think loser. maybe she was a little intoxicated but um uh, the owner what of the place you play, do you remember what song you were playing when that moment happened yeah it was like it was like a, one of those faster yeah, banjo yeah, picking yeah. bluegrass songs yeah, yeah, but yeah. uh and maybe it was just too 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 much of a ruckus. Oh my gosh! Well, you know what? Well, then get the hell out of there. Not, yeah. Well, yeah, she yeah, got yeah. the hell out of there. Yeah, good. And the owner like stopped the whole performance and was like, "This is completely rude. Sorry, guys. Yada yada. What? Start over, please, oh for us." Gosh. And so she left, and then we uh, kept playing even kept louder. Kept playing <laughs> even louder, right? And then be, and then people loved it. So yeah, it's like, for sure. There's just sticklers out there for I whatever mean, reason. Look, there's always going to be haters, and I think I think the haters is what makes you stronger. Honestly, I think you have to have like that criticism to understand like kind of give you your backbone so you can yeah. know what you got to do you know what's I mean? that saying i don't even know if it's saying but uh sure, it's sure. like go ahead and butcher it you have a uh, <laughs> you can have the juiciest most ripe uh peach uh-huh. in the entire world but there's going to be somebody out there who just doesn't like peaches <laughs> i love peaches you, you ever remember what remember james and the giant peach yeah remember how good and juicy that peach looked whenever they yeah it really Wasn't was it like the best yeah didn't it looked like the best peach ever it had like the proper fuzz it and had everything the, yeah. it looked like it was creamy and like sugary it just it had like everything and they had they made it into drinks into food it was insane yeah. and transportation oh yeah well <laughs> how can we forget yeah. yeah a house yeah made me wish my aunts were mean Excuse me? <laughs> well, because his aunts were mean in the movie. Oh, yeah. your aunt. Yeah, his aunts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so besides uh, Los Angeles and, you know, girls who have given you inspiration for, you know, this music, what made you, what inspired you to make this album? Uh, is this your first solo album? This is my first solo album. Okay. So uh, I love, I love recording. I love mixing. And I love the studio you yeah know? i mean you're you're an artist you're a musician so mm. you got it you you your heart told you all right it's time to make an album i i have all these songs in my head i gotta stop putting them on paper and start putting yeah. my voice into it yeah 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 it definitely for me it was important to just lay it down mm-hmm. the, at least these 10 tracks that i have a i have a lot of songs that i've written but i never really got them together and, and mm-hmm. made a body of work that, you know, on a professional level. People, have you always been like musically inclined? Like, do you have family? That's... Yeah, I got the musical side from my dad for sure. Oh, he's also a musician. Yeah, he he's actually more of a singer. He plays a little guitar, but he was always singing growing up and and playing all the music, like I said. But uh, and then he'd let me like strum on the guitar or pull out the keyboard, and I don't know what notes are at at ten years old or whatever. Sure. But I but wanted had, to make were, some sort of sound. You, right? you understood tone and rhythm and all that. Yeah, like yeah. I, like I knew, I knew what it, what it, how it made me feel for mm-hmm. sure. The music, all, all the music that I liked growing up. Yeah. Uh, so once again, it's called "My Best Friends Call Me Gil." Mm-hmm. Uh, the the cover of the album is a picture of your grandfather. That's right. Is yeah. he? And you said he, he passed He's, away. He passed away in 2012. Oh, okay. Sorry uh, to hear that, man. Yeah. Well, it's been some time. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, the reason why he's on that cover is because growing up as a teenager, mm-hmm. uh, he let me basically have one of his spare rooms. Oh, really? And I, f- I put a drum set in there and a PA and my amp and guitar and just a bunch of equipment. Mm-hmm. But as a teenager, you're most likely going to be making racket and not mm-hmm. masterpieces. For sure. But it was a learning time for me 
And whether I knew that or not, I think he knew that. And he's like, he just let me have that creative space. And so I feel like if I didn't have that creative space to bang on drums and, and play guitar and be loud and obnoxious and just do all these, you know, fast teenage style punk songs, whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that really do suck. <laughs> Luna's um, playing with a squeaky toy right now. I I apologize for those of you who don't know. Luna's the podcast dog, and uh, just ignore her while Gilbert tells this beautiful story about his grandfather. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like uh, the band that I'm in now. So I, I guess I should clarify that they're two separate acts. My my solo work is is just me, and then I'm in my band Wicklow Atwater, where I play the banjo, and that's my primary job in the band. And I also do write. Um, but anyway, going back to the uh, the room and my grandpa, um, the Wicklow Atwater, that band, we've been in other bands together growing up. I've known these guys since ninth grade in high school and stuff, most of them that are in the band. And um, so they would be there too. So they, in a way, grew with me. And we'd jam at each, other, at each other's houses and stuff like that. So he's on the cover as a way to kind of unofficially even though he's passed and he'll never know that I did this, but, uh, it's like a thank you. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he gave me the shot to grow musically. It's like a love letter to, you know, your grandfather. Yeah. 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 That's amazing, man. Yeah. So uh, it's a great picture of him, by the way. I yeah. Love I, I don't know where that picture came from, but, uh, when, oh, he, yeah. when he passed away, you know, how people do memorials and they have like a mm-hmm. collage of pictures or whatever mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. And I saw that and I was like, that's cool. That's a cool picture. That's a cool picture. Yeah. He looks a lot like you too. That's what people say. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, okay, cool. So, what do you think is the most important thing, not so much for a for musician, but also for an artist, is to understand within yourself, like, uh, consciously or, or mentally, emotionally, what's something that you've, you've noticed that you need to sort of strive for as an artist? Uh, within my own stuff, uh, I'm always critical on my singing, uh, like, self-critiquing, because um, I hear really, really good singers mm-hmm. around town and stuff. But I do the best I can. But of for, course, yeah. But what's important for me? I mean, it's all. It's, they, they, it's not always about the like the. It's it, sometimes it's the lyrics. I mean, you ever hear Tom York? He's not a he's not a great singer, but he's a great lyricist. Morrissey, uh, yeah, from exactly. The Smiths, it's yeah, in the yeah. choir taste too. Yeah, yeah. I love it, but yeah, you know. But you say the the most important thing to you is what? Um, I, I want I want the words to be decent, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I also want it to sound catchy. Like that's yeah. like my my main thing i mm-hmm. i i just don't want to i don't want to be bored playing my own songs and yeah that's that's just how i feel about yeah it. i noticed that too i never I, I noticed that your tone and your rhythm is never flat mm. it always seems to kind of like it's always like you're 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 keeping the ball up you're keeping the ball in the air you know yeah I mean? most yeah. of them are upbeat i have yeah. a few slower numbers and stuff mm-hmm. but uh most of the time i just i like to keep it upbeat but uh yeah i think it's i think you've really done a good job with this i think it's i think it's a a plus album, and uh, oh, I'm gonna try to promote you. as much as I can, man, because I think it's really good. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, well, awesome, man, awesome. I, 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 if if I did play one of the songs at the end of the show, which which song would you think I should play? Uh, well, you should play your favorite one on it. My, you, I'm, I'm and between I know you said, uh, letting you down, sure, done it good this time, or City of Angels. If I had to choose one of those, which one would you think would be a good closing? Uh. Maybe, maybe. Oh my God! Uh, I know. Maybe, it's, um, it's yeah. It's like I suppose, yeah, a kid at a candy shop. I suppose City of Angels. Okay, cool. I thought so too. I love that song. Yeah. But uh, if you wanted me to play, we can choose one or the other. One. Yeah. One, do you want, do you, if you if you could, do you think you can play a song for for us now? 
Sure. Okay, yeah. which one would you, you think you can play? It could be a song you've been working on, an old song, anything you want to play. I, maybe a song I'm working on, and then whatever track you choose can sure, be from sure. the album. Yeah, go ahead. You want to you wanna set it up? Sure, yeah. Cool, man. Let's okay. do it. Go cool. ahead. Okay. Okay, so uh, what song are you going to be blessing with us today? Uh, so this is a song called Beginning of Being. Beginning be- of Being. Beginning okay. of Being. Like, just being. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Um, it's just like, which is very hard to do these days. Yeah, I mean, after I wrote it, I was like, oh, actually, you know, I'm not just being. I'm still trying to figure it out. But uh, that's beautiful. It's like uh, sad and beautiful. <laughs> I went through like some crazy like depression thing last summer, mm-hmm. and then I stumbled upon Joseph Campbell. Okay, who's that? Uh, he is. He's like a, a sort of a philosopher. Okay, yeah, educator, he sounds familiar. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, Man, it's just like when it comes to talking about what he talks about, mm-hmm. it's hard to articulate it the way he does. But uh, you could just say it's a lot of soul-touching subject matter. Sure. Uh, anyway, so and the that song... Really, that really resonated with you? Yeah, and it helped me because I was like, I was pretty down. And then it was just, it kind of helped me get back into well, that's the beautiful, whole man. positivity of, of life. I'm glad you found that. Yeah, so... Um, so the song is about uh, letting go of the past and starting to just be what I'm supposed to, you know. But you know what I mean? Because a lot of the songs are of my past, and most of them are about one gal. Some of it's about drinking, and I don't even drink like I used to anymore. I'll sip a little bit of whiskey like I am now, but um, uh, it's just it's just kind of like a moving on song in a way, you know. Great man, let's hear so, it. Okay. Okay, cool. Things have just begun. There's a road paved out in front of me. Is it for me to run? And if you ask me, what took so long? Well, my back to drive of memories, leading my days along. Whirls through my knees When I think of love And what it means So what's it mean? I ain't no expert But it cut me at the scene Wait I wait on time Doing away with opportunity Cause too much on my mind Won't set me free Well here's the try Ain't it easy Have the best of things Stir up I gotta ride When it goes to show All things must end, I already know, but I still pretend, if not more than friends, I can't go on happy though our love is dead.
just begun I'm afraid the path in front of me Has room here just for one that waits in me I pull the rope With my heart tied to my memories Leading my days in woe And a haunting breeze Whirls me to her When I think of love And how it hurt It don't mean a thing to me Here I smirk to think I'm glad our love is dead here I smirk to think I'm glad our love is dead. Here I smirk to think I'm glad our love is dead. Dude, thank you so much, man. That was amazing. That was I'm just awesome. getting over a cold, so whoever's listening, I just want you to know I still got the sniffles. Dude, honestly, man, that was amazing. That was such a great song. Thank oh. you so much for doing that. Oh, that thank was, you. That was, that was perfect. That was a beautiful song, man. Thank you so much for doing that. How long? Okay, let's just talk about a song in general. How long does it take you to write a song? Oh, I guess that just depends. I mean, like, I've, I've written a whole song in 20 minutes. Uh, or I have a song that took me like three years yeah. to get it together. I guess you know? it depends who you are at the time and yeah. what you're dealing with. Yeah. And if you're feeling inspired, because if you're inspired, you can write a song in like what, five minutes, you know, like yeah. Yeah, I can write, I can write a sketch and I can probably write a sketch in like 30 minutes, you know, and that's like a seven page sketch. But sometimes I can write three pages and it takes me like two weeks. You know what I mean? So yeah. it just, it really just, just takes It depends time. on how you're feeling, I suppose. Yeah. If you're really, really about whatever you're feeling at the time, yeah. you can get it all out in 10 minutes or whatever. Well, that was beautiful, man. That was Thank that you. was really yeah. great. Can I ask you something? Anything. Would you consider making a theme song for this show? I would love to do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I would like love with, that. With words, though, and all that. Or? Uh, however you want. I mean, like, uh, it's called conversations from a room. Yeah. So we, like you... mention the phrase sure. in there or something. Yeah. I mean, it could be like just a few seconds, just to introduce the, the yeah. show. Yeah. Thank yeah. Yeah. Just a little intro. Yeah. yeah for sure. I, could, I would love to. Oh, please. Totally. That'd be awesome. Yeah, man. Well, then, Matt, let's do that. Let's okay. do that. Well, you know what, man. Let's get to the good stuff. So I like to ask the guests, what's one of your favorite movies? What's one of the worst movies you've ever seen? And what's the last movie you saw that really stuck to you? Or TV show that you've been watching that really stuck to you, that really spoke to you? Okay. Let's start with favorite movie of all time. Favorite movie of all time? Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's so many of all time though. Yeah. It could be a few. What's like some of your a favorite few? movies? Yeah. What's some I mean, of your like, movies? I know it's cliche. What, what but movies I... do you think about all the time that you're like, yeah, this movie really speaks to me? What's the cliche one? The cliche one, uh, Star Wars. Oh, I mean, of course. I mean, man. you know, yeah, A New yeah. Hope to through through Jedi. Yeah, the, yeah, the first for sure. three, you know. But how? What do you think about the, the new ones? I enjoy them. A lot. But... Of, there was. It's funny. I I didn't know that. Uh, the what's what's the last one that came out? The Last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, uh, that, the new ones, that's my least favorite. Yeah, because there were, that was like 50-50. People either hated it or yeah. they loved it. Force Awakens was a nice, uh, a little, a nice little yeah. uh, re- rebirth, yeah, rebirth sure, of it. Sure. You I know, it I, I, I liked it a lot, to yeah. be honest. A lot of people cast, were comparing it story. to A New Hope because it did kind of really have that is. style. I but... mean, even 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 the Last Jedi is very similar to uh, what's the second one? Empire. Empire Strikes yeah. Back. Yeah. You know, I feel like there was too much comic relief in the Last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they could have really they wasn't that funny. Watched the entire casino scene. 
Yeah, know, when they go yeah, back. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that, that everyone always says that whole movie could have been just fine without that whole casino. Yeah. Scene. I don't know what that was exactly for. I think maybe they just needed like an A story, a B story, and a C story. Yeah. You know, I think they just wanted a little bit of different aspects to add to it, just to kind of you know keep the audience engaged. But I just think it was a little bit too far left. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you of the new ones. I think as when for the Disney mm-hmm. ones, uh, I thought they did pretty good for Rogue One. I liked, oh, Rogue One was great. Even though it was like yeah. a side story. Yeah. I, I thought it was really. I thought cool. Rogue One was really really cool. I yeah. lo- and I love the cast. I thought it was really cool. Uh, I, I I rewatched that one recently, and I I think I liked it much better the second time actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think what's really good about it is that they incorporate aspects of like the Force, but there's not one Jedi in the movie. Mm. Well, they have that scene at the end with Darth Vader, yeah. which is probably well, the best but he's, scene. He's not a Jedi. Well, he really is at heart. Who? Darth Vader? Darth Vader? Well, he's not a Jedi? Oh, well, oh. technically he's a Sith. I maybe. mean, I mean like <laughs> anyone with a lightsaber. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jedi. Yeah. I just say Jedi. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a good, he's not a part of the rebellion. He's, he's a fallen Jedi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, he was a Jedi. But uh do you consider the 2000s uh part of oh, that? Oh, the prequels? List? Yeah, the prequels. I I I liked them. Yeah, they're uh, fun. Cuz well, how old are you? 28. Yeah, I'm 27. So, so cuz the time they came out, they were like like any film was a good film. You just yeah. wanted to go see a movie. You know yeah, I, mean? I remember when Phantom Menace came out, and I begged my dad to take me. I know. Yeah. I didn't even have to beg. He yeah, was yeah. going to do it. But, was, yeah, yeah. but I remember dur- during the the lightsaber scene with Darth Maul and, and yeah, Qui Gon yeah, yeah, yeah. and Obi Wan, I look. I was like really, really like excited. Yeah, for sure. And then I looked to my right, and my dad's like, "What?" Knocked out. That's, yeah, that's just that's just dad's for you. Though. Yeah, that's just dad's for you. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. But that's okay as yeah. long as you liked it. That's what's oh, important. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mean? I, I love that movie. I remember thinking, like, I walked out and I was like, because it was like my, my real first Star Wars movie. Because before that, you know, the it's like what we were talking about with music. Like, it didn't really speak to you the same way because it felt a little, it was a bit dated. Yeah. So it felt like it just didn't resonate the same way. So when the new ones came out, yeah, it was very flashy and blockbuster-esque and, you know, and CGI up the wazoo. But yep. as a kid, you're just like, give it to me. I want it all. Yeah, yeah, you totally. I mean? When it comes to, like, trilogies... Well, even though we're talking about the mm-hmm. the all, more than the trilogy, but the original tri- trilogy, like like for Back to the Future, I love the first one the most, you know. So I like A New Hope. Yeah, I like the first Jurassic Park. Oh, for sure, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's Two's just something bad. about the first ones always. Well, yeah, set I mean, the, yeah, the it, mood. And of the, course, I mean, it's it's so classic. hard. It's so hard to. It's very very rare when you see a movie and the second one is e- either better. Or if not the same, you know, Back yeah. to the Future is one of those. Like one and two are pop. I think two is might be the the better one. Yeah. Not better, but it's more popular one. Yeah. Well, flying cars and hoverboards. Yeah, yeah, it's like, exactly. Come on. Yeah, yeah. As know. a kid, I love that. I was yeah, like, and the fact we... that they merge both of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's insane. Uh, another good I'm... example for like sequel, like trilogies. Uh, I remember, you know, like the Austin Powers movies. Yeah. I think one, two, and three. I think each one got funnier and funnier. Yeah. You know I, I mean? I, well, yeah. As yeah, a kid, I liked them. Those all are my of favorite them, comedy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But you know, I'm not. I'm not just into. I'm mostly, yeah, into like comedies and and sci-fi. Sure. Yeah, me too. Fantasy. I love. That's like. Do you like the Marvel movies and all that? But I'm not into that. No, you stuff. don't like any of that. Uh, the, the the when Spider-Man came out was cool with Tobey Maguire. Oh, oh yeah, the that. First yeah. Two, oh, like, you're going old school. I like. Those. I'm talking about the MC, like the new MCU, like the yeah, I just like can't get Tony Stark, like uh, I'm it's sorry, just too much. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, it's too much. And, that's too much. But and Star I was never Wars, really it? into like superheroes. Yeah. Oh, I love. I see. I, and I read comic but, books. But I like Spider Man. And I like Batman. Yeah. Batman's cool. Uh, the 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 
the Tim Burton Batmans were really cool. Yeah, I yeah, like the those. original with Michael Keaton. That was the first yeah, Batman movie. The, yeah, the, yeah, the, the Jack one with, Nicholson was yeah the Joker. with Joker, and even even the uh, the sequel was cool with Penguin. Uh, yeah, yeah, Danny DeVito. Yeah, yeah. Did you, did you like? Did you not like the uh, Christopher Nolan Batmans? Like Dark Knight, because that's supposed to be like you know what I liked the first Dark Knight mm-hmm. with with Heath Ledger. That yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. a nice yeah. fresh take on the insanity of the. Joker, a lot of people say that's know? that's their favorite like like superhero movie of all time. That's a good one. Dark that one Knight. I can get down yeah. with, and the first cool, Spider Man for sure. Maybe the second one. And, cool man. Are uh, you a collectible collectible guy? Do you collect like Star Wars memorabilia or comics or like action figures? N- no, no, you're no. not into collecting. I, I was, I, I like had the toys and stuff growing up. And sure, sure, I had a lightsaber collection growing oh, up. Oh, I have like, a lightsaber now. <laughs> I have one now. I have. It's actually the Obi Wan lightsaber. It's the best one. Yeah, yeah. It you is always the go by the one. hilt and how they look. Yeah, and like and the handle. He, he yeah, just you had want, the best looking yeah, one. He had the best one, and yeah. he has the best feel too. Yeah. Yeah. We're still talking about the lifesaver, right? Yes, we are. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, what is probably the worst movie you've ever seen? The worst movie. Uh, oh my god! I mean, it's, it's it, so bad that I love it. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, okay, because I always say, if you can't think of a worse movie, what's like your guilty pleasure film? That's just so stupid and yeah, fun. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people would agree. Uh, the Room. Oh, of but- <laughs> course. Yeah, we talked about this. I talked about this a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah The Room. Tommy Wazoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That Jeez. movie's like a cult classic. Yeah, but The Room was just so just crazy. Yeah, it was and nuts. Like, uh, Tommy or, or Johnny is the character. Yeah, yeah. His lines are just... How did you come around seeing it? Did you did you, a friend tell you, "Hey, you have to watch this"? A movie? friend randomly had had it. His brother had it, and like on and, DVD, on DVD before like it was big. Before before it was, it was big for sure. How did he know about it? I don't know where he got it. Oh he worked at a he worked at a, a movie or uh, you like know, a blockbuster uh, or something. Yeah, not a, yeah. It had to it had to be one of those. Yeah, and he brought it home one day, and then <laughs> and then showed his little brother. I'm friends with his little brother, uh-huh. and his little brother's like, "We got to watch." This oh wait, movie. how old were you when you first saw it? 18 maybe 19. okay how old so was he had been brother? out for a minute now and what how old was the little brother well he's a couple years younger than i am but he, if you were 18 he was probably like what 15 17 or 16 okay because like that's a pretty rated r movie yeah yeah <laughs> and now but, that i think about but, uh, it but that little brother so you saw it before the hype you saw it not knowing anything about it you just thought oh it's but a- i feel like it had been out for quite some time I too though i think i heard i didn't hear about it until college so i was probably like yeah 18 19 yeah. but i only heard little things it wasn't until i moved out to los angeles where i heard it was like 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 everyone talked about it yeah. everyone like people had they were doing yeah. screenings i remember i went to one here in los angeles and i met tommy wazoo yeah and i have a few I, friends i met him wait what i have you a have few friends that yeah, have met he him he goes to all the screenings yeah. in los angeles and you, you could just talk to him you could just meet him and he's super yeah. weird and perfect have you <laughs> ever heard of uh tim and eric awesome yeah yeah, yeah tim and eric yeah he was on a, a one or two episodes sure i would that. believe that yeah yeah he, he fits that Oh, humor. for sure, yeah, yeah. And he probably he, loves even it. if he's not trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah. But I, the one of those that I saw in college that was similar to that you ever heard of um, Troll Two? No. Oh, you never, never seen it? it? It's it's kind it's of an like, animated movie. No, it's like it's it's regular live action, oh. but it's kind of the same concept where where a director was trying to make like the serious dramatic film, and it turned out to be so cheesy and dumb and dull that it's just hilarious. Yeah, it's very within the same lines of of uh, the room. It's called Troll Two, and it's. It's hilarious. That was my like the room was troll two in college because okay. I had nothing. I had no idea what it was. A oh buddy mine, wait, is that that foreign film? N- well, it's it's a foreign director, but it's in English. It's made in America. Okay, it's like very and it's American. like a giant troll in the snow, right? Or something? Uh, no. Uh, oh, never. Mind. I think you're thinking uh, Jack Frost. <laughs> 
Oh, the Snowman yeah, one with yeah, Michael yeah. Keaton? No, no, that there's an actual like, horror <laughs> like a... film called Jack Frost oh. that came out like in '91 or something like that. I think around the same, almost around the same time as the Michael Keaton one. Okay, where it's like a murderous psychopath snowman or something like that. Oh, I feel like I know that one. Yeah, too. probably. Yeah. You know, it was also a bad, good movie. You ever seen Serial Mom? Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> that movie's great, but that's actually a good movie. It I mean, act- it's cheesy. Yeah, but it's actually kind of a good movie. I think that movie is good because it's self-aware of it being kind of kind of weird. No, yeah, it was. Yeah, kind yeah. Of, yeah, yeah it was. So. It kind of was. I saw it when I was a kid though, and I was freaked see, out. See me too, because my dad told me about. it. He's like, "You should yeah. see this movie. It's kind of it's kind of good." Who plays the mom? I forget. It's not Kathy Bates, is it? I don't know. I have to look it up. Okay, here we can look it up real quick. Okay, <clears throat> but uh, Kathy Bates is a great actress. Kathy Bates is a good actress. Just want everyone to know that. Yeah. Well, in yeah. Misery, that was great. I loved that. Yeah. Kathleen Turner. She Ka- was Kathleen oh, Turner. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Kathleen that... Turner was the mom. Sam Waterston was the dad. Ricky Lake was the sister. Ricky Lake, the talk show host. Is she a talk show host? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then I guess so. Yeah. I wonder if she was just in there. And Matthew Lillard as the son. Wow, I guy, that. Yeah. yeah, I remember him. Scooby Doo. Yeah, the room's a good one. Cool. Yeah. Uh oh, and then what's the last show, film, or TV show that you, that really resonated with you that you really enjoyed? Something that you've seen recently that you want to promote? Uh. Does is it okay if it's an old show? Yeah, no, no, it can be from any time. It's just you okay. just discovered it recently. Oh, I didn't just discover it. I actually oh, okay. just binge watched it again. Okay, but, uh, cool. You can be that. Well, I'll I'll bring that up and then I'll also bring up just another. <clears throat> sure, tip. sure. Uh, the Sopranos. Oh is yeah, one of the greatest shows of all time. That was that's one of my parents' favorite shows. It's, yeah, it's, they it's love great. The Sopranos from the beginning to end. I still haven't seen it. You should. I know. And I you want will to. Love it. I want to. Yeah, because I have HBO and I and I and I love like those mafia like yeah. shows stories. Yeah. So I, I I I'll get into it. Yeah. It's just a lot. To, it's a lot. You know. It's, it's, it, it's it is a lot. It's a commitment. Yeah. So I'm just like okay. But the, you'll love it as soon as I have time. But of recent shows, uh, I mean, uh, or movie, or movie. Um, I thought even though it's maybe like a year old now, I liked uh, Ready Player One. Oh, cool. did you? Yeah, I thought just, it was pretty good too. Yeah. It, I, I was excited for it because I, I someone told me about the book. And so I was like, okay, I'll check it out. So I read the book, and the book's great. That's why it was made into a film, because the book is so good. Yeah. And I think Spielberg picked it up, and he was like, all right, I'm going to make this. Because yeah. it's like everything that I've made in films in one movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I was so excited. And I was like, okay, it's not bad. But the book is so. I mean, that's usually how it is. Usually, the book is better than the film. But usually. I was, I was, I liked the 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 movie a lot. A lot of people didn't really like it. They said it was a lot of just like this, like eighties nostalgia, you know, pushing all that stuff. But yeah. I, I thought it was really cool. Man. I liked it. I liked it a lot. You know, when we were talking about that, it just dawned on me. Mm-hmm. I I recently, and this is also from a book. Uh, I finished watching the first three seasons of Man in the High Castle. Okay. Do you know what that is? Yeah, yeah, that's on the, Amazon. Yeah, on Amazon Prime. Like alternate reality sure sure if uh if like the nazis if the nazis had won or really if access had won Mm -hmm. uh that's a pretty interesting subject concept because what if yeah i mean gosh it's uh scary to think about yeah i hear i hear it's pretty intense show It, it is and it's it has little cheesy moments, but uh, if you look past past that yeah if you like history i mean i i as i watched the show i was also just like googling like things about the actual war and a lot of on is, both is... on both the nazis and the japanese side and oh really and a, a lot and, of is accurate uh well i mean not not i wasn't looking things up and to see if what was right about the show mm-hmm. but just just in general like oh because they talk happen. about history and all that oh, yeah okay. you know and they talk about you know different different 
uh, lieutenants and generals mm-hmm. and, and people that were at the at the at the top of of the Nazi regime mm-hmm. or the people that were at the top of of the Japanese thing. Yeah, I hear it's a really good show. It's a good show, and it's a book too. And I haven't read the book. But, oh, really? But we'll see. Well, let's let's talk about books real quick. Uh, is there any books that you've read that you want to recommend? You know, I'm all about that sci-fi fantasy. Oh, so, yeah. But I don't want to recommend those. Uh, no, yeah. Why not? <laughs> well, I mean, I would, but like something more. I, I I would rather, you know, what the hero's journey by uh, Joseph Campbell's a really cool one. Really, what's yeah. that about? Oh, oh God, <laughs> I can't explain ever ever <laughs> like what he talks about. So like, I, uh, the gist of it is, is really about consciousness, our human consciousness, sure. and, and and following your bliss is kind of like one thing. I he mean, says. I would say that. We're in the generation where those books are probably the most popular right now. Those yeah. those are the type of things that people want to read. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think people are are becoming more and more in tune with finding their true selves and and you know discovering who they want to become or who they've always been. They want to they really want to grow into someone better and, and yeah. you know and they really want to find out how deep their their the conscious or their heart can really go you know so mm-hmm. yeah they want to discover more about themselves and i think that's what pre- people are really starting to read now so yeah i mean it it, it definitely speaks to me mm-hmm. all that stuff and especially being an artist and a musician it's like mm-hmm. you know being a musician it's fun to do mm-hmm. but in the work world mm-hmm. it might not be so uh appreciated maybe mm-hmm. you know i mean uh yeah I unless mean, I, you're some you're in the record bu- or music business and you're some executive or something or a lot of artists they really have to do everything on their own for free for a long time uh-huh. until they can be a part of a team with more support and money involved you know right what I mean? I agree. so it's a lot of just like doing stuff for yourself and hoping that it catches on until you actually start getting paid for it you know what i mean yeah. and that's the hardest part and i think I don't know. I was actually listening to a podcast today. Have you heard of Conan O'Brien's new podcast? No. It's called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. I love Conan O'Brien. I think he's hilarious. I think he's super smart and funny. Uh, but he has a podcast where he just talks to friends, talks to people that he wants to uh, you know, chat with. And he had one with Stephen Colbert, and they had both came to an agreement that as much as they hate the struggle, they are so thankful that they had it because it was bas- it basically – gave them the tools they needed to wow. get to where they needed I'd to I'd like be today. to hear that one. Oh, it's amazing. I'd like to hear rags to riches. Exactly. Sort of yeah, yeah. And they're stories. both and they both come from like a lot of like struggle and yeah. family trauma and stuff like that. So to to hear that uh, to me what I love to hear is artists, you know, whether it's an interview or a book who have dealt with certain things that I felt like are similar to what I've dealt with, so it makes me feel more at base, it makes me feel more comfortable with what I'm, what my decisions and the things that I've been doing because I don't feel alone. I don't feel scared because I'm like, look, if they can do it, if they've been through this, I think I can get through it too. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So that's why, like, for books, I like to read books, I like stories. Like, I'll, I actually read Leonard Cohen's uh, autobiography, books about Steve Martin, and there's things that they talk about where I struggle with too. And I'm like, cool, I'm not the only one who thinks about this. I'm not the only one who feels this way. Uh, you know, a lot of artists they do sort of use the same tools, the same colors, and it's just a matter of learning how to use them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It's just, it's nice to relate. It's nice to know that you're not alone. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to, any other books you would like to talk about or recommend? 
Something that really stuck to you recently or that you remember reading as a kid, maybe in high school or something? I mean, I don't want to say Harry Potter and The <laughs> Hobbit. But that's great, man. That's Rachel. That's Rachel's I mean, favorite books. Yeah, you know? I, I still love them. Yeah, cause, so you're a fantasy guy. You love like Lord of the Rings, you know, J.R. Tolkien. You yeah. love uh, J.K. Rowling, you know, or Rowling. I don't yeah, know which one it is. I'm not sure either. But, yeah, uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I was never yeah. really into fiction. I was more into nonfiction. I didn't read a lot as a kid, so I, I'm reading more now. Uh, what about like self help books? You ever found those interesting? Yeah, but I mean, the only thing I've really read of those of that style is is the Joseph Campbell stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's not. It's I wouldn't say it's a self help book mm -hmm. or his or his way of uh, writing, but but it you. you you still are going to help yourself yeah, yeah. if you're into it and mm -hmm. you're you're it's it's a message that's vibing within you sure sure it's going to be anything gonna... that resonates in you know your heart and your you know your yeah, soul exactly yeah. what's the book called again the hero's journey is one of them mm -hmm. then there's an also another book um called i think it's called conversations with from a room <laughs> <laughs> no but uh conversations with Joe Joe Campbell or something like that. Uh, okay, cool. you know Bill Moyers. He's like an interviewer guy. Yeah, I think it, so. Uh, they there's a book of, about it. It's the conversation. Literally, it's kind of like written like a mm -hmm. kind of like a script in a way. This is Joseph Campbell. Joseph Campbell's the All dude. Right. So we'll look that up. See yeah. what we can find from him. Yeah, it's also on Netflix too. Uh, okay, we'll probably just do that. Honestly. Oh no no, it's called. I'm sorry. It's called. <laughs> um, it's called the Power of Myth. Okay, yeah, it yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah. Cool man. Yeah. Do you uh, do you do anything in your life that helps you with finding inspiration, for example, for your art? Like if it's meditating or listening to music, watching a good movie. Listening to a lot of music mm -hmm. uh, makes me want to record. It makes me want to write. I'm the same exact things. way with movies and, yeah. and, and TV. If I watch a good show or like a good movie, or even if it's like a even if it's like a so-so, there might be one line or one scene where I'm like, "Wow, that's good. I want to use aspects of that." Yeah. So let's let's merge into music. What what are some with some bands or some, uh, you know, musicians that you use for inspiration? Um, you know, I I, I wouldn't say I write like him, but I do like his writing, mm -hmm. uh, and I do like the way he uses his words. Uh, Morrissey, from yeah, the Smiths, for sure. Yeah. It's just he's very kind of gloom. Yeah. But also addresses it and his his play on words is really cool to me yeah yeah um i also like uh, is the smiths one of your favorite bands yeah you could say that yeah i don't make music like that yeah but i do sure. like to listen to it a lot and yeah. uh you know uh beatles for sure i mean who yeah, doesn't of course, like yeah. them but uh yeah what i noticed too it's like i i like writing comedy but sometimes i'll watch like a really gory horror film because i feel like it can, you can watch anything that kind of inspires, you know? You, yeah. You can be a musician who does, like, you know, jazz, but you love listening to pop, you know what I mean? As long as it inspires you mm -hmm. and resonates you and, and hits some sort of uh, vein in you that that just sparks creativity. It could be anything. Yeah. Is there another type of music group or, or what, uh, how about, like, a type of genre that you sort of cater to more? I mean, when the whole country thing came into my life... Sure. Uh, I like the straight to the point mm -hmm. kind of approach that the lyrics are. Yeah. And, uh, and a lot of it is about, I could relate to it cause a lot of it is about heartbreak. Mm -hmm. A lot of it is about, you know, drinking too much. <laughs> um, yeah. they even have songs about the road. Yeah, exactly. Um, and 
and I think that's what really called out to yeah, me. Yeah, I'd say that. folk and country are very, very similar. I mean, they're yeah. they're like they're hand to hand. You know what I mean? They're they're almost the same thing. I would say folk is just a little bit more poppy. You know? Yeah. Now, I don't want to say poppy, but it's a little bit more contemporary, I guess. Yeah. You know, it's it's. I feel like people, the common ear would probably mm-hmm. go for folk, folk more than yeah. country. Yeah. Because you know, I get it. Country can be a little. And when I say country, I really want to clarify, uh, not pop country. Yeah. That's not, to me, it's not really country. It's more of just kind of like pop rock, soft rock with a twang. Uh, any country singers you you can recommend? Yeah, I mean, Merle Haggard's one of the greatest okay. country singers I've ever... George Jones is one of my favorites as well. I actually haven't checked these out at... Uh, I like Tammy Wynette as well. Really? Dolly Parton. Okay. So uh, these are these are... You're talking about old school. Yeah, I mean, the country that I listen to is, I guess, anything from 1980 uh, and down. Okay. Or before 1980, I should say. Sure. And not because of any reason. I mean, there was a production quality that the 80s offered that just didn't really, I didn't I didn't like it too much. Yeah. I don't know too much about the 90s country. And then after that, I'm just like, I'd like I'm hearing these pop country songs just sing about... Nothing that really resonates with me, I guess you could say. When you first started making music, did you originally start doing country folk, or was there another sort of genre? Or no. Sort of, what did P- you... Uh, actually, uh, punk music. Because yeah. uh, I was going to say, my music, when I started really getting into music, it was... I was already in my teens, so it was like the 2000s, but I was, I was really interested in 90s punk. Like, I loved... Green Day. I loved Nirvana. I yeah. loved REM. I loved Radiohead. You know what I mean? Like those were my bands. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, and I think that's probably why too, because that's that was kind of our generation. You know, yeah, I mean? yeah. We grew I up with Nirvana that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Till today, Day like one of my favorite albums. Have you heard the MTV Unplugged <clears throat> Nirvana album? Uh-huh, yeah, great. It's up. Before I begin, or before I start, I think my dog farted. So if you smell anything, it's I'm coming all, from over here. I'm all clogged yeah. up here, so I can't Just even smell anything. But uh, yeah, so punk is kind of what you were aiming towards. Yeah, I mean, uh, so like in middle school, I was taking guitar class during lunch or guitar club, whatever it's called. And then uh, you're learning all your open chords and stuff and learning how to hold it and Mm -hmm. hold the guitar and all that. I had like a cheap acoustic. And then I got to high school and oh, while I was in middle school, I learned how to play the saxophone. So I was in concert band. But when I got to high school, there wasn't wasn't a, a, a... like a, a winds teacher for, for, you know, trumpet and, and orchestra and all that stuff mm-hmm. and saxophone. And, um, but I, I, now I know how to play the saxophone. So what am I going to do? You know? And then I met some friends who actually were in the same band now. Like this is how I said earlier about how we've been in different bands together. Uh, they had like a ska band. It wasn't really ska though at all. <laughs> I but. think, I think in the, in the 2000s, in the mid 2000s, Everyone in high school had a ska band. I, I had a best friend in high school who had who's in a ska band. The Scumatics. Scumatics. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Scum-addicts? to the, yeah. Shout out to the Scumatics. Elliot Evans and I think uh, Andy Anaya. Some of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys are listening, what's up? But yeah, well, I we, they would go perform at the churches. We would go watch them uh-huh. for like five bucks a pop. That's was, so funny. I used yeah. to practice at a church. Yeah, yeah, this is the yeah. only place that'll let you. Exactly. <laughs> That's why they did it there too. Yeah. It was great, man. Yeah. Best acoustics. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. But then uh, that fell apart, and I was I still knew guitar too. I, I actually got I was a drummer too back then, but guitar was like the, always what I really wanted to do. I love the distortion and I love power chords. Yeah, yeah. And so like 
I, I did a lot of punk stuff in my teens and then like maybe like 1920 I did like I try to go after like that indie rock sound like mm-hmm. Arctic Monkey Stroke style kind yeah, of thing yeah yeah um what about like a uh, a guitarist or a banjo player like a specific artist that you like to listen to that you can that you relate to the most uh I mean for like for the banjo stuff I I, I listen to a lot of Earl Scruggs Flatten Scruggs mm-hmm. um a lot of the just like the old old style banjo fast banjo picking mm-hmm. guys and uh Sonny Osborne's another awesome banjo player oh, yeah? from that time well a little after Earl Scruggs but still around the time um but like uh like like songwriters I really like uh, I like Tom Waits style Tom Waits is great um but there's a particular album called The Early Years Volume 2 that really really resonated with me by tom waits Ta- by tom waits what's it called and it's it's called the early years volume oh, two really? and i guess it's the <clears throat> early years and i One know of his earliest albums that i know is closing time before that i can't think of any any of his own i think stuff. that's one too that i like yeah but um I, I know tom waits a lot of people when they think of him they think of that grovelly gritty, gritty yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know style of yeah, voicing like that he Cash, does yeah but uh but that early years album, it's not like that at all. It's not growly at all. It's very, it's just not. He's got a nice voice yeah, yeah. like that. It's like closing. T- that's why I like closing time because it's it's more of like a pretty tone. You know, yeah. it sounds nice. It sounds like he's singing from his heart. You know? Yeah, you know, it's, and it's that really album's nice. more folky than than his usual sure. jazzy style For kind of sure, stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, why not? Johnny Cash is is in there too. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't like my favorite. I, I feel like Johnny Cash though is a good uh, medium for people when it comes to country, because mm-hmm. he also has like a rockabilly vibe in a way. Yeah, he's more uh, he's more uh, mainstream. Yeah, and I feel like he's he, he's more universal to, mm-hmm. to people. And, like if somebody doesn't like country, maybe they'll like Johnny Cash. Though. Sure, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, uh, who else? What's your what's your what's your goal for as a musician? Like, where do you where do you want to be in like ten years? Oh man, I mean, you know, I dream a lot. Yeah, I want to. I want to. I play, never. Dream. I want to play big stages. <laughs> I want to play big. Yeah, you want to get. You oh, want to go big. I want to play like you know. I don't know. The Wiltern would be cool. Or yeah, of course. Yeah. I know there's bigger places than that too. Like Hollywood Bowl would be neat to do. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know how you get to that point, especially with this kind of music. But I, I know it is possible. Just keep doing what you're doing, man. Yeah. Just keep doing it. You know, it'll 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 resonate. It'll. I will say that uh, I don't want to be famous, but I I do want to be influential. If that's a that's it reasonable man. goal. No, that sounds beautiful. You know? Yeah, because you're humble. You know, you're not doing this for the money. You're doing this for the people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. you're doing it for yourself. You know. Yeah, you know, I I can't. Yeah. Sometimes I want to throw the towel in because it's like. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. You're yeah. not, you know, I, I'm playing bars right now, mm-hmm. and most of the time people aren't going to come to the bars. Yeah. Unless you. How much longer can I do this until I need to get a nine to five? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm doing a lot of freelance work, so I can do this. That's but, how we met. You know but, what I mean? Yeah. So. You know. Uh, I, yeah. I don't, uh just just keep I just want to keep doing it and then just see where it takes me. It's so far taking me to pretty cool places. I, I honestly, man, I I think you you're. What you've got so far is very strong, and I think you should keep it up. And I'm I'm more than excited to hear you know your future work. So Great, I'm I'm thanks. one of your biggest fans already. So wow, thank you. Yeah, of course, man. All right, man. So let's get to our closing. Uh, I like to ask the guests at the end of the show a very simple question: What is your dream? Your go-to? Your favorite breakfast? Oh man, you know what? 
I love hash browns. Oh, I love, uh, I love hash browns. Love hash browns, and it's a it's. It, I haven't had hash browns in a while too. You don't see them as much anymore. No, I mean no, because I, mean, I don't know why. But uh, you know, I, it is, we've come to the generation where everything is like not deep fried. Everything is like fresh. Yeah. You know, if you want potatoes, they'll give you like fresh cut potatoes. No, yeah. give me those deep fried, hash crunchy ass yeah. hash browns. <laughs> those are the best, aren't they? I like bacon over easy eggs. Mm-hmm. Pancakes and hash browns. That's, All that's, American that's, breakfast. That's good for me right yeah. there. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're a pretty traditional All American breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, guess that's so. awesome, yeah. dude. Yeah, that's that is like when you think of breakfast. Like if you th- like paint a picture of breakfast, it's bacon, eggs, hash browns, yeah. and like a cup of milk. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Hey, I still yeah. I still drink the cup of milk. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Same here. Are you a uh, dairy guy? Or are you a uh, almond milk? I'm not really like a dairy guy, but I like milk. Yeah, yeah. I like same milk here. with cookies. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I oh my god, dude. <laughs> I, I wasn't really a sweet person growing up. Like yeah. I wasn't into sweets or anything like that. You are now. Like, yeah, it's becoming a problem. I <laughs> it's becoming a problem. <laughs> well, maybe not a problem, but I better slow down. See someone. I better not like eat it like I'm eating chips or something. About? You know. <laughs> That's cool, man. So yeah, and so basically, a, a good old American breakfast, as long as it has a side of hash browns. Yeah, I love hash That's browns. Me I too, even man. get down with McDonald's hash browns. McDonald's hash browns are pretty damn good. Really Is there good. a breakfast place here in Los Angeles that you you like to recommend or you like going to? Well, I also like breakfast burritos. Oh, so I am a huge advocate for breakfast burritos. There's a place that is in, probably my favorite thing is breakfast burritos. Yeah, they're they can be really good. Yeah, they can be great. Yeah, I think even when they're not that good, they're still great. Do you know a place called uh, Tacos Via Corona in Atwater Village? Mm, no, I actually the, the 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 taco place I usually go to in Atwater is Hugo's. Never been there, but it smells so good. It's great. You should go, man. It's, yeah, I want to try awesome. it out. They have really good ice cream too. Okay, you I can you can uh, right. settle your sweet tooth over there. <laughs> See, but I'm <laughs> not the ice cream problem. Right? It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, they have uh, they have uh, ice cream and they have a uh, pretty good horchata too, which is really good. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, try that place out too, though. Tacos via Corona. Tacos via Corona. Uh, okay. They usually have a long wait because it's a tiny little hole in the wall place. Yeah, a lot you of places in, in LA order on the sidewalk. Little hole in the walls that are usually the best. That one's good, and. I like a good Mexican breakfast too. Same you ever here, heard of yeah. Baragon's restaurant? No. There used to be one in Echo Park that closed down a few years ago. There's sure. one in Glendale and Burbank now. Yeah. It's Mexican family owned. It's usually pretty good. It's very close to American where it's like a lot of eggs, a lot of cheese. Yeah, they have that. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Potatoes. Yeah, yeah. But they just kind of do their own thing. And yeah, for sure. I love like chorizo and. Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, for chi- your vegans out there, there's okay. soy riso. Yeah. <laughs> and that's good too. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. I don't tell a difference for that one. I know. It's crazy. Yeah, so. In fact, I'm just, I don't know why you're asking about breakfast, but I can eat breakfast any time of the day, even for dinner, just so you that's know. What, that's the thing. It's like, I always ask because breakfast to me is my favorite meal of the day. Dude. I can eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pancakes for dinner, done. Easy. Easy. Awesome. I love, uh, I don't even know if they're real syrups, but at IHOP, they have like blueberries, strawberries. I, know, yeah, I like how you said, I don't know if they're real, <laughs> but they're good, aren't they? Yeah. Butter pecan. <laughs> I don't know if they're real either. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But they're great. Pe- yeah, they're artificial. <laughs> I don't know, but they're good. Yeah. Yeah, IHOP's the best. Yeah. <clears throat> IHOP. IHOP. All right, man. Well, thank you so much again for being here. I had a wonderful time. Oh, I'm me so too. glad Thanks, you were too. able to uh you're able to perform a song for us. Uh so yeah, I guess I guess if we have some time, maybe I might play City of Angels at the end. Is sure. that cool? Great, man. Sure, sure. Um for uh for my sign off, I like to start a sentence and then let the guest uh, finish it is that cool cool you want to finish it with a guitar a little t- little t- just like a two a little two... lick or something yeah yeah a little lick there sure, you go sure <clears throat> so i usually say uh thank you ladies and gentlemen for tuning into conversations from a room
Have a nice night and stay cool out there, LA. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. Let me tell you about a town with so many. The traffic too much. The people are plenty and have had enough. The parking's not anything to compare. Some come with big wishes, some come unprepared. On the west side of town, the rent isn't cheap. The east ain't much better. Good luck counting cheap. They hustle their ass off to just make ends meet And lose count of those who call home in the street Some were born here with nothing, some migrated by train Now I'm sure that for one thing, soon they'll run out of space And they'll get off at five just to be home by seven Sometimes right at eight, nine, ten, or eleven On a bright sunny day you could look for the mountains But the air is so hazy it's something they've forgotten There's a Prius next door that's supposed to help some The more folks that stay the more folks you see front Now don't get me wrong there's a lot more untouched You know where you are with the mass of grub trucks And now you can get a grilled cheese for ten fifty. No side or drink either Since they closed down the thrifties Were you born here with nothing? Did you migrate by plane? Now I'm sure that for one thing Not for one need a change and Do you get off at five Just to be home by seven? For the city of angels Don't feel much like heaven No, the city of angels Don't feel much like heaven